You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Son of a bitch. Hey, dog, can you scare up another round for our table over here and tell the cook this is low-grade dog food, all right? And here, take this for yourself, okay? Gee, I had better food at the ball game, you know? <laughs> I'll tell you, this steak still has marks where the jockey was hitting it. Play Shabazz. <laughs> Do we like Shabazz or Shabazz? Oh, Shabazz. I hate basketball. Yeah. I'm, I'm not... <laughs> Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things Power Trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. Guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. All right, Dave. Well, we are back, and uh, that means it's time for a Luke Hove score update. And uh, yeah, your Twins are losing three to one to the freaking Texas Rangers, Lou. So uh, bad news all around, especially since I have the season long under on the Rangers win total. Uh, I... <laughs> the most obscure bet placed in 2021 is uh, the under on the Texas Rangers win total. Yeah, and I don't need them winning games against the stupid Twins. <laughs> ridiculous no one ryan no good no es bueno well well i started the uh the show with the uh the uh, line from caddyshack where uh rodney dangerfield playing al shervick says uh (laughs) that stake still has marks where the jockey was hitting it Uh um and i did that because i am actually going to be part of the manny's steak challenge that will be kicking off this weekend and, um, what? Yeah, and I would uh, really appreciate. Hopefully, by the time this posts, you guys will be seeing some of this on uh, on Twitter. But um, we are having a competition, um, cooking up some awesome Manny's steaks that are available for home delivery. So yeah, like this box of meat showed up at my door. It's always good to get some meat in the mail, right? I got to get on that meat mail list. What the hell is this? <laughs> well, you're on a different meat mail list, but. Uh... <laughs> The Manny's Manny's one is pretty good as well. And I am facing off against none other than Nordo, our good buddy Eric Nordquist in the first round. Now, Nordo posts a lot of videos online about, you know, his grilling and he's got that sweet grill and, you know, likes to fire some stuff up and smoke some ribs and all that. But so, you know, the challenge is daunting. But um, I'll be honest with you. I think he way overcooked his steak. Uh, so when you see the pictures out there, uh, you know, just take a look at mine. Take a look at Nordo's. And I would certainly appreciate your support because the Rubes are ultimately going to decide who moves on to the semifinals. So, uh, yeah, it's me versus Nordo. And he's he's got the big mic. He's probably going to talk about it all day Friday, I'm sure, just trying to drum up support from the listeners. But, uh yeah, look at the photos. Look at look at who knows how to cook a steak properly. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, that'll uh, beg- begging for support from the Rubes. So, hold on. 
There's so much to unpack here because <laughs> I am just learning about this. <laughs> Chuck, you have made it. Oh, I you are know. you are in the same Manny's Steak Home Grilling competition as Eric Nordquist. Well, you have over fifteen thousand followers now. What's well, you, going on here? You, you have to remember, I'm from Kansas City, okay, and uh, there, there, there's a little bit of a built-in, let's call it home field advantage uh, to Kansas City and grilling, and uh, we, we know how to, we know how to cook things here on a grill, and that's the other thing. I use charcoal, man. Like real grilling, you're using charcoal. I know people have their fancy wood pellet grills and gas grills and stuff like that, but. Man, there there's nothing like the authentic flame hitting the uh, hitting the steak, hitting the meats. So, uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm throwing down so, against Nordo. So you've definitely learned uh, some of your grilling technique uh, from the best tailgate griller of all time. Yeah, uh, Larry, Mr. man. Larry Legend. Larry Legend, man. The grilling legend of Kansas City. <laughs> um, wow. All I'm going to say, Chuck, is uh, if you happen to lose to Nordo. Um, which I mean, he has, uh, he's, he's a great griller. Um, he does a lot of it. If you lose to him, I want you in the consolation bracket, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what the consolation bracket looks like. I'm well, have we'll to... have our own podcast consolation bracket here. <laughs> I'll have to get, get some more of those meats from the mailing list. Well, we can grab some top sirloins or, you know, some, some you know with how gambling's been going for me lately some you know ground chuck or something like that <laughs> we can grill those up sear them up and uh i i want you in the constellation bracket if you <laughs> if you go down to nordo well we're starting off with ribeye and i think uh if i make the semifinals oh. i think the competition is like a strip steak so uh we'll see the the championship but, round is fillet because you really gotta know what the hell you're doing uh to cook a good fillet so that's the uh that's the championship <sighs> round but Got a long, long ways to climb, and uh, yeah, lots of good people in the competition. Because it's like uh, I think it's uh, Charge versus Sauce in the quarterfinals. Um, Carly is taking on Creasel, and uh, the the one that's really interesting, good buddies and ex Vikings Ben Lieber and Chad Greenway are facing off against each other. So that should be uh, interesting as well. So. Check that out. It'll be it should be all over social media this weekend and um, cast your votes and um, I beg for your support. So, uh, but no, take a look. I I, th- I think what I what I've done is uh, is very very worthy of some votes. So, um, so I'd appreciate that from you guys. I, I'm now you know wave goodbye to me as you, you go past me on the you know the Y list here up to the the A list of Power Trip. Well, celebrities here well i mean you know, at it, least at least say goodbye it, it depends how you look at this though because you're the one that got to take on bubba in the eating competition oh, so yeah. i mean you know that's uh that's that's that a certain never, layer layer of fame as well so uh you yeah, know you i know I, what I, never mind i, I retract my statement <laughs> All right, well, we better move on because we got a lot to get to tonight because we were off last week and uh, lots of news, of course. So we are going to do a bets update. We're going to do the quotes of the week, of course. In your thoughts, we got a quick Rosie press conference uh, where we've got some advice for Luke Hove, and we've got our going to play the very first game of before and after that they ever played. So we've got some audio clips from that, plus we got quotes notes. Um, in the Patreon section, um, thank you everyone for all your support, of course, on that. Uh, we love our patrons. 
And um, we have an official date for our golf tournament. I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but I don't remember if I actually mentioned the date. We're going to do it over Labor Day weekend uh, this year. On the Saturday is the tentative plan, which I believe the Saturday is September 3rd, if I'm reading my calendar. No, I'm sorry, September 4th. Um, is going to be the date for the uh, for the Patreon golf tournament. So if you've never joined the Patreon crew before and you've never had reason to because you don't want to do the happy hours or whatever, but you're into golf and uh, you want to join just for that, uh, we'd appreciate it. Um, I think we'll have a lot of fun. And uh, Carl is our title sponsor, and we all know Carl fucks. So it uh, should be a lot of fun come September. And, uh, Dave, we've also got the uh, – the uh, Hammer Lambert Open coming up here in about a month. How's your golf game right now? Uh, oh, man, with how much I've been working, uh, I haven't had a lot of time to focus on my game. But uh, I got around, I got five rounds in outside of the league, so um, uh, it, it, it's it's getting sharp. It's uh, you know the fundamentals are still there. Um, I, you know, I, I'm ready for a good 2021 season here and, uh, maybe, maybe contend for the title there in, uh, the Lamer Hambert open here in June. All right. Well, you're responsible for the, uh, the high quality of play. I'm responsible for the high quality of fashion because the shirt that I texted you about, it arrived today. So, um, I am, I'm good to go for the, uh, for the Hammer Lambert open. Oh yeah. I, I I'm going to bring my best pair of denim slacks out there <laughs> and, uh, no, no, I'm I'm gonna be all souped up. This is you know it's gonna be my Super Bowl. I get to I get to hang out with uh, you know celebrities like you. You know it's gonna be tough. You're gonna be signing autographs and you know me and me and Ryan will have to hit her down the fairway for our team. Ah, people are just using me for my meat. That's all I know. <laughs> just like usual. Oh, all right, <laughs> let's get rolling with a bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. All right, well, uh, there's absolutely no question. We have to start with this. Hot run, Charlie, and a central quality closing on the outside. The four of them come into the final furlong. Mandaloon fighting for the front. Medina Spirit battles on. Hot run, Charlie on the outside. A central quality on the far outside. The four of them coming to the finish in the Kentucky Derby. Here's the wire. Bob Beverick does it again. Medina Spirit has won the Kentucky Derby. Mandaloon was second. Hot run, Charlie was third. Yeah, Medina Spirit uh, wins the Kentucky Derby, wins Mark Parrish $450, because of course Mark Parrish is going to win the random draw horse racing bet. Um, but my biggest takeaway from, and he, and he's over $7,000 in winnings, almost all of that since August. So, uh, just crazy. It's just crazy. And I love it. And I hope he gets the Parrish Grand Slam in two weeks. But my biggest takeaway from all of this is I absolutely struck out on all my exacta bets at the Derby. And in hindsight, what the hell was I doing betting against the combination of Baffert and Parrish? And Parrish. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, two bad strikes there on you, Chuck. Uh, wow. Yeah, I uh, I only made, well, I, I was limited at my book with uh, with Horse, so I only made, uh, I made three win place show bets, all $3 a piece, and one of my horses was the 12 horse there, um, rode with Parrish. 
Uh, that win was like 60 bucks, so I netted like whatever, 30, 40 bucks or something. White bear math. I can't figure that out right now. But, uh, uh, Mark Paris does it again. Wow. Um, that's, and it's a random draw too. Like, oh, yeah. You know, there's a little bit of randomness of what draft position you're in for the golf bet, but still, there's a, you know, there's a lot of randomness that has to go on. And my God, I mean, uh, you know, send them the tax forms. Uh, wow, this is just incredible by Parrish. And I'll be perfectly honest, too. Like, I was, I had a lot going on last weekend, and I didn't pay, pay close attention to who had what horse. I just, you know, I knew what my bets were, and so I was paying attention to that. And so as Medina Spirit crossed the finish line, I wasn't exactly sure who had him. And so I pulled up the little uh, screenshot, and I was like, are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> So it was, uh, it was lots of fun to see. And, yes, we are just two weeks from the PGA Championship. They will be selecting golfers, and Parrish will be trying to compete complete the Parrish Slam. So uh, crazy <laughs> The times. Triple Crown and the Grand Slam in one year. Of course. Uh, Parrish can do it, that's for sure. Uh, the other interesting thing we had uh, was last weekend, the NFL Draft. And we had some bets that got settled out of that. First up... We had um, Corey Cove winning the Rashad Bateman going in the first round bet against Chris and Sauce. Um, we knew it was going to be close. It ended up being, you know, not as close as I thought. It didn't go right down to the last two or three picks. But um, at pick 27, the Ravens selected Rashad Bateman and uh, Corey cashed 100 bucks from both of those guys. So uh, good on him. And that also set the over-under for <laughs> what Tanner Morgan has to be drafted as <laughs> next year to uh, to get over that. So Tanner Morgan would have to be drafted 26 or higher for hockey to win the bet. 27, of course, is a push. And anything else, hockey owes four different people 50 bucks each. A whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you, you know, to be perfectly honest, if you look at the early draft scouting for 2022, Morgan is listed in like the top 10 or so quarterbacks. So that's how bad next year's draft class for well, quarterbacks that's, is. That's the thing. And quarterbacks are always in demand. So if he can somehow sneak his way into like the top three or four quarterbacks there, it's not impossible. Um, it seems pretty crazy. It seems like a gigantic long shot at this point, but you know, if, if, if he can somehow recreate what he did two years ago, uh, it's 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 not it's not zero percent as we've learned. Yeah, uh, as t- to quote uh, Tony Romo, uh, I don't know, Jim. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at the wide receiver class too. Um, I forget the Ibrahim or whatever. There's mm-hmm. like one like big returning wide receiver. Um, otherwise, it's going to be some young guys and some guys who either didn't see much of the field last year um, or are new to the program this year. So um, I don't know. I, I just don't like the way that he played last year. Um, I don't know. He's a little too shaky for me, but I, I guess we'll see what happens here. And uh, like you said, it's never zero, but uh, it's probably just about – uh, you know, the percent chance that uh, Parrish won the the horse bet or whatever his his horse's odds were like eleven to one or twelve to one. It's probably about eleven or twelve to one that uh, he gets picked before Bateman. Yeah, for sure. Well, something with much better odds is the chance that Rick Spielman will trade back in the draft. Uh, <laughs> Lieber, of course, bet that against Carly. And, of course, uh, Rick Spielman did trade back, and Ben Lieber wins $100 from Carly. I, I am still not over 
the whole Justin Fields debacle. We nope. have just screwed ourselves for 10 years. Just when Rodgers is about to divorce the Packers and we're going to get out from 30 years of great quarterbacks in Green Bay, now all of a sudden Chicago's got their quarterback of the future for 15 years now. And uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be chasing Chicago when we absolutely have the chance to go up and get him. Chicago did not pay all that much, and they came from farther back than we did, uh, so our price would have been a little bit less to move up to where Chicago did. So not only did Slick Rick not pull the trigger, get a quarterback of the future, he lost it to a division rival, and we're gonna be going to Chicago trying to win against a franchise quarterback for 15 years. Jeez, what a rant. Wow, you've been you must be listening to too much PA or something. You got some rube in you. I mean the percent chance I everyone wanted Justin Fields. Um, you know, all of us rubes in our heart, we want the big shiny toy. The percent chance that 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 he really works out or I don't know, especially going to Chicago, I guess we'll never know because that's where quarterbacks, you know, go to die. But Oh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it would have been so much fun. But look back at when we all wanted Johnny Manziel. You know, Corey I, talks about it all the time. It's the, you know, you know, I just even if he's brutally bad or you know biblically good, um, you know, I just want that media buzz and that's whatever. But I mean. Look where Johnny Manziel is now. He's can't even stay in the Canadian Football League. So, okay, for uh, one thing, I never wanted Johnny Manziel. Uh, although, I mean, the circus factor would have been funny, but I never thought Johnny Manziel was a serious candidate to be a franchise quarterback at all. Yeah, and yeah, I, I'm and, saying like the Rube, like people in general, like Sauce and and Corey, and like most of the right. fans, like the Rubes wanted like Manziel. They want the sh- big shiny toy. I don't know. No, I, I wanted Justin Fields. I wanted that to happen so badly. And I am just, yeah. And, and as, as if things were not bad enough, as I stewed all weekend long, um, the, uh, then the, then the report came out like Monday or Tuesday that, yeah, they actually were trying to trade up and get him. And I'm like, <laughs> what a dumb thing to admit. I mean, at uh, least it, if you didn't get him, don't come out and say, well, we didn't get him because we didn't give him enough. Come out and exactly. say, we don't believe in Justin Fields. He wasn't the franchise quarterback. We're, we moved on. We we got, we got identified other guys or whatever. I mean, come on. I'm like, exactly. and, and I heard the take from so many people about, well, Justin Fields isn't going to help him win this year. And Rick Spielman knows he's maybe only got one year left. And I'm like, if I'm Ziggy Wolf and I know that my GM is not looking out for the long-term future of the football team that I own, he's yeah. fired. They yeah, should you're fire gone yesterday. Yeah. Think, of, think of what that did for the uh, the two bonehead, the GM and the player personnel guy in uh, Chicago did. They got a three-year lease. You know, they were on the hook, you know, with the terrible Mitch Trubisky, you know, second overall in that draft pick and uh, how badly they've screwed up there. They just gave themselves a leash of three more years. They could just say, hey, we believe in this guy. We, you know, you see all the scouts touting him. Uh, you know, we think Fields is the future of the franchise and they're tied to their guy. So at least they get three more years. Rick could have really done that. And to say, you know, to worry about giving up a first uh, next year for it, like what the Bears got, and we had even more ammunition, um, that's nothing. If he, if he is really truly who you want and you have him that high up your draft board and you think he'd be the future of your franchise, 
you make that deal all day. They weren't serious about it. They're just plain stupid. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I hate it, Rick. It's ridiculous. And if you have any any question as to how mad I am about this, I'm more upset about this than I am getting a push last year in the Wolves under bet. So, wow. Yeah. That, that's honestly that that's <laughs> like I just got chills. That's a pretty high bar. So I better move on because uh, I could rant all day. So <laughs> that'll do it for the bets update. Let's get going with the quotes of the week. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. <laughs> bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends, it's time to get back to the quotes of the week. And we had two weeks to pull from since we were off last week. So let's start at number three with Paul Mitzos Lambert. Hawk, also very fitting. What I get? Big, fat, middle-aged man? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awful. I, we need too little to be a man. Oh, God. <laughs> Hung like a gnat. What's yeah, the name of mine? Terrible taste of music. Yeah. Well, what's the name of it? Your butthole's all blown out. <laughs> I, uh, These are great names for horses. horses. Sister has a horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you know, that's that's crazy that it was only the third quarter of the week because it's like, you know, hockey's got all these funny lines and then Meat Sauce just has a genuine, like, brilliant line. Uh, the reference to Chris Hockey's sister. Oh, my God, what a quote. Yeah, that was awesome because there's so many times, you know, where Meat Sauce gets accused of being, like, you know, repeat sauce and basically stealing the same yeah. joke. That was definitely uh, Sauce firing bullets there on his own. Oh, yeah, and he got the hee-haw lock out of, uh, hee-haw laugh on Hawk, too, (laughs) so that's style points. (laughs) For sure. All right, well, speaking of Chris, he had the number two quote of the week. Uh, If we want to colonize other planets, we need to figure out how to have sex in space first. A former consultant for NASA did an interview and talked about uh, the challenges of doing this, and uh, this person said, in a weightless environment... At least one of the two people might have to be tethered down. Yeah, you're damn right. Oh, wow. wow. I'll tell you what, man. Can I, 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 I'll work on that, but i got to figure out how to have sex in my house first. Oh. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, so good. Sex jokes. Classic. Uh, I love that. I'll work on it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Before we conquer having sex on space, let's try to figure out how to do it in my bedroom at home. Uh, without, Not with myself. So, All right. Let's move to the number one quote of the week. And he's our favorite. Um, he is the light of our life. It's Mr. Tommy Olsen. No, I don't like getting yelled at when I'm eating. It's, True. Yeah. Uh, well, don't get married. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. I, I get picked on when I eat at home all the time. I even got it last night, put, uh, made some mac and some shells and cheese. I, very controversial, I know, but um, I put a little bit of ketchup in it, and oh, boy. Yeah, wh- what? Ketchup on mac and cheese? I haven't heard of that one. I feel like it's way, like, if you're listening to this and you either have heard of this or you do it yourself, let me know because... I think it's more common than people think. But 
you're gonna get like two tweets at you and, they'll say, <laughs> and you'll and you'll and you'll retweet those to me going see i told you at yeah, two people okay no, it'll, it'll be steve from all of his 18 twitter accounts <laughs> yeah. like, see here we go yeah each steve tweet should count for like one eighteenth of a vote considering <laughs> considering the number of twitter accounts he has uh, uh, well that's awesome that's a good one Yes, that was very good. From Mr. Tommy Olson. And that'll do it for the quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, we're going to start off with we We had a chance to just talk to Mark Rosen really briefly. So uh, we only got to get him four questions because uh, Rosie was in a hurry. But um, we, we thought we'd play that back for you. And uh, here's our Rosen press conference. All right, Rosie. Hey, I I know you got to run. Uh, appreciate your time, Rosie. Uh, your I know your favorite bra size is forty four, but it's a forty four what? D D D D. Whoa. Whoa. Rosie. Whoa. Rosie likes Jeez. a big gal. Oh man, Rosie. Uh, Mark, it's uh, nice to talk to you here. I know you got a you got a swimming lesson here. Uh, just coming up, but uh, Rosie, uh, what would you like to get a big bag of? D D D D. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, what's the comedian that uh, has that? <laughs> he always talks about the big bag of D's. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I Good deal. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Rosie, um, just you know, you're you're pretty good with your football knowledge and stuff, um, and you know, you can you can be critical at times too uh, of players. Uh, what in particular was Ben Lieber really bad at when he played for the Vikings? D D D D. Oh, oh, well, too, too soon. Especially in a certain DPI. 09, <laughs> yeah, a certain O nine championship game. <laughs> Oh man, that was that was low blow there. Um, uh, Rosie, the last one for me here. Uh, you, you see Zach? You, I see you got Zach's iPad over there. I don't know if yours is broken, but um, could you pull? Could you quick pull up Zach's Google search history? D D D D. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. It, it all adds up. <laughs> Cash those tickets. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, brilliant. All right. Well, hey, Rosie, thanks for your time. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Well, um, you know, uh, Corey brought up this week that um, his dad might be losing his mind. And we love Lou. I mean, Lou's our number one listener to this podcast. And uh, we love Lou. So I decided to do a little deep diving and uh, really try to help Lou out this week. Um, So this comes courtesy of sewingiscool.com. Um, these are their top four tips for people that want to microwave their clothes. So, um, Lou, I've I've got turn turn up the podcast a little bit. You know, just pump, punch up that volume what? button. On, <laughs> punch up the volume button on that old flip phone, and um, here you go. Uh, item uh, tip number one. Uh, it says your clothing might be hot but not dry. It's because the microwave is not a dryer but a heater. It heats things up, including the moisture in the clothing. So, uh, so, so good to know. Like you know, if if Lou's coming from like the uh, the swimming pool and he wants his speedo to be uh, you know quickly uh, quickly warmed up, if that thing is wet, it's just going to heat up the water. It's not really going to dry it out for him. Oh, but if he wanted to try to make it edible, like he could boil it technically with the heat in the in the water i think all of lou's uh lou's downstairs wear is edible (laughs) 
Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> tip number two, it says to only microwave 100% cotton. If not, mm -hmm. you may have a mess on your hands. It says polyester will melt even if it is a cotton poly blend, as will nylon. Spandex is flammable and may catch fire. So, uh, so Lou, if you're putting any of your spandex in the microwave, uh, yeah. up, keep that fire extinguisher nearby. You know, and he's got a lot of like silk shirts and stuff too. So, <laughs> like, you know, it's 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 risky business. He's re he's really a uh, you know, it's it's a scary deal. Well, that, that's why we're here. We're trying to give him some advice and some tips so that uh, so he's not uh, not caught off guard by anything. Um, tip number three. It says not all natural fibers are microwavable. The delicate ones will not react very well to the heat, and you may end up having a fabric blob when you open the door to the microwave. Ooh. So, uh, goo. <laughs> nothing like a good old fabric blob when you open up your <laughs> microwave door. A little, a little less exciting than you know microwaving some CDs or something like that. But uh, <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely just you know making a, a clothing ball. You know, maybe <laughs> yes. maybe he's got a nice sweater he needs to uh, to ball. Right. <laughs> Uh, and the last tip from sewingiscool.com, it says, do not microwave clothing items that have metal buttons, zippers, studs, or rivets on them. You may ruin your microwave and cause some damage to your home or you. Well, I think the good news out of that one is that, uh, you know, most of the metal that Lou has are his nipple piercings. And, I, <laughs> you know, that's not really attached to the clothing per se, right? Right. Well, and they, they didn't say anything about like studs or chains or feathers or anything like that. So I think <laughs> I think half of his uh, undergarments are, are safe. <laughs> yeah, I think he's good. So, uh, yes, that is that's our advice for you, Lou. Keep microwaving those clothes. Don't listen to Corey. Corey doesn't know yeah. what the hell he's talking about. Uh, just just keep microwaving those clothes and you be you, Lou. Yep. Keep playing snake on your cell phone and uh, and. <laughs> It's his birthday next week, too. It is. Uh, we got to make sure and uh, shout out Lou for his birthday. That's for sure. Well, we should we should sing him happy birthday together on the podcast. I, I think that's a uh, that's a great show prep idea. We'll write that one down. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's time to go down memory lane. Down memory lane we go. Yeah. To uh, We're going back to the first time. They ever played the game before and after. Um, mm. So, mm. you know, it was quite a while ago. And, I, you know, I didn't remember, like, how it came about or when it actually started. It's, it started on a Friday uh, when John Creasel, of course, was in studio. And the first game was just uh, Creasel, Sauce, and Chris that, uh, that participated the very first game. And, of course, it was back in the day when um, they didn't have a name for it yet. And uh, I don't know if you remember the original name that they came up with for it, courtesy of Meat Sauce, of course. It was Space Doc Steve. So uh, one, we'll, one of my favorite game titles. <laughs> we will listen to the very first, some, some highlights from the very first episode of Space Doc Steve. It's time to play. It's essentially a before and after game. Here's how it works. I'm going to give you an example. Um, if I said this is a former Colt wide receiver who played Indiana Jones, what you're going to have to do is put two people's names together. For example, Marvin Harrison is a former Colt wide receiver. Harrison Ford played Indiana Jones. So if I said former Colt wide receiver who played Indiana Jones, the correct answer would be Marvin Harrison Ford. Okay. And so we buzz in. So as soon as you think you know it, which could be pretty quick, 
Just say your name. Same thing as we do with the initials. Say your name. If you can get it, you're you get the point. If you don't, so you're out. Is it always going to be like, you know, like Chris Hockey, you know, whoever, or like, is the middle is the middle just name all the, put the, the middle one connects the two okay, names? Okay, yes. Okay. Just start the game. Just make it sure you fractured your penis. <laughs> in the last few seconds of that. So, so Corey sets up the game and gives a great example. And then Meat Sauce decides he has to give an example, too. Chris Hockey something. So every time it's just like Chris Hockey something? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then... Now if you would have said Chris Hockey puck, you know. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah. Sauce couldn't think of anything that started with hockey, so uh, it's just gonna be two people like Chris Hockey, uh, Bill Bill Bush. Oh God, that was great! And then, so you could tell like hockey, hockey. Then, like right after that, he's like, "Just start the game." He was like, <laughs> he was done at that point. Yeah. And right after that, uh, for the very last clip, uh, Sauce goes, "You fractured your penis," because I forgot this was right around the time they had that soundbite of "You fractured your penis," and Sauce was saying it constantly. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's too bad Sauce didn't host this game because he could ask everybody, are we ready? Are, who's ready? Are we ready? <laughs> How's everybody today? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a top 10 bet for Sauce. Oh, God, I love that. Anything he hosts, it starts with, How are, yeah. how's everybody today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, what have we been doing for two and a half hours? <laughs> All right, well, it's time to start the first game of Space Doc Steve with the first question. Question number one. He has a shattered leg and wants your sex. Um, Paul George Michael. Oh. Okay, yes, ring in, but sorry. yes. That is the correct I, I answer. The Paul sorry, 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 sorry. Yes, I should nice say hot. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, sorry. good job. Yes, okay, yeah, okay. Paul George Michael is the correct you, uh... answer. Fresh genitals to her. Chris leads one zip. <laughs> so, yes. Forgot to ring in, and we got a you uh, fractured your penis reference yet again. <laughs> Oh, yes. Textbook. Textbook sauce. <laughs> All right. Well, the game continues. Number two. He's an elite Bears wide receiver who tried to hop on Hale-Bopp. Impossible. I don't remember the last guy's name. Either. Is it? Well, I know the first part of it. What's the second part? Tried to hop on Hale-Bopp? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What the hell? I don't know that one. Never heard of it. Wait, wait, wait. Who's the elite wide Five. Is that some weird porn reference? Three. No, you don't remember Hale Bob? Brandon Marshall, oh. Peter North? Bro. Oh, um, no. <laughs> it's over. I don't it's know. Over. Yeah, it's over. Brandon Marshall Applewhite. <laughs> I love that Teresa thought Hale Bob was a porn name. <laughs> Brandon Marshall, Peter North? <laughs> Where do you learn the game from meat sauce? <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Perfect guy to have in there for game number one is none other than John Creasel, of course. <laughs> oh, so good. Was wearing women's underwear part of his turn on when he plays for the Angels? Um. Oh. oh. Marv Albert Pujols. Got it. You got to say your name. You no, one, no one's ringing in, but yes, yeah. Marv Albert Pujols is the correct we're answer. Getting it. We're figuring it yeah, out. We're, we're, figuring it out. we're getting there now. Here we, we, go. Here we go. Here we go. Number four. You did fracture me. <laughs> you did. <fracture> me. <laughs> <laughs> Again, 
again. <laughs> so yeah, the theme continues too of them not like forgetting to ring in with their name. This is you know this was early stages of initials too. So I don't think they were like fully fully committed to the uh, the ringing in. But uh, <laughs> no, yes, you fractured your penis. <laughs> Just going back and forth. <laughs> oh, for sure. A big new contract for the tight end whose nose glows. Paul. Yep. Uh, Kyle, Ru- uh, Kyle Rudolph Reindeer. John. John. <laughs> yes. Kyle Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. There you go. Yeah! <laughs> well done. <laughs> Rudolph Reindeer. That's <laughs> 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 on his birth certificate. <laughs> I don't know what he, you know, Rudolph Reindeer. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. So close, Paul. <laughs> Rudolph Reindeer. Uh, I'm I'm using that from now on. Rudolph Reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Rudolph <laughs> the Reindeer. Enough with the formalities. It's Rudolph Reindeer. Yes, Mr. Reindeer. <laughs> All right. Well, the uh, the first game wrapped up, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Everybody agreed that they enjoyed it, but uh, they were still a little unsettled on the name. I don't mind Space Doc, Steve, but we should come up with a better name. Probably. Because I don't think it really describes to the listeners what we're doing. If I said, hey, Space uh, Doc, Steve, coming up in 20 minutes, they'd go, that doesn't sound pleasurable to me. Name suggestions at Power Trip KFAN. Uh, That's not going to help. Or booth at KFAN. That's going to be way worse than Space Doc, Steve. Uranus. Exactly. All right, there we go. What really matters up next? Scores and stats around the world of sports. And in between, Chris Hockey will change your life right after this on the Power Trip Morning Show on the fan. You're listening to. So, uh, yeah, I. And I neglected. I should have. Uh, I don't know why I didn't do this at the time, but I did not grab the audio from the next segment after they went to break and came back. Uh, they read some of the suggestions that they received from the listeners on the air, and uh, Corey was absolutely right. <laughs> yeah definitely uh was... definitely a lot of uh exactly what you would think kind of references for yep. the game <laughs> yep it's just, i mean even john had a good you know uh <laughs> suggestion there at the end with yoanus it could just be the yoanus game <laughs> the yoanus game so so yeah so that was the uh very first game of before and after and um it's always it's always a fun game i especially like it when they play it with somebody that's like never played it before and it takes them like about four or five clues to even understand how the game works so <laughs> yeah i i have a i have a spreadsheet uh a tab on my uh some of my history and some power trip you know documents and stuff and i have a list of like 70 or 80 of those before and afters because i was gonna start i forget one week like early on hawk was like oh i don't want to put it together or Corey or whoever was doing it when they started rotating and stuff Mm -hmm. and i i just started building a list of them i should we should do them on the podcast or something like that yeah i'd be a good happy hour game too so it would uh keep me from having to do work for happy hour so uh, (laughs) i will keep i will keep your spreadsheet in mind yes (laughs) All right. Well, it is time for quotes, notes, and uh, I, <laughs> I only saw the title of your uh, your quotes, notes open, and I am like equal parts fascinated and terrified. Uh, so let's see what we get here. It is titled Jan Terry. Oh.
goodness uh, i needed i needed 59 more seconds of jan terry so i i didn't want to speak over her um i just wanted everybody to experience that together um because while we got a lot to get into on quotes notes but the headliner for me is jan freaking terry it seems like every year we have we have songs we have viral youtube videos that come up um we're going to talk about it a little later too in quotes notes but there seems to be, uh, you know, a kind of a just a viral bit that power the power trip really grafts onto here with moose soup lady, you know, show me that smile. Ooh, you know, we still um, go on about that, uh, but I think we have the one for 2021, and it is Jan freaking Terry. And of course, the funny thing is, I'm listening to the uh, to the show live when they're when they're playing this, and um, I didn't have Twitter up. I was just you know listening on my phone, um, and uh, yeah. So you know, you hear this person singing and everything, and you know, you start to form like a mental image of what this person might look like. And then I pulled up Twitter, and <laughs> let me just say, um, it wasn't exactly the image I had in my mind. Yeah. Um, not at all. I think that was, uh, I turned on right when I jumped in the car and rode to work. And that was the first thing that I heard. I'm like, is this some like weird commercial or like, what the hell is going on? And then like, you know, after five minutes, cause they, that's like all they talked to. It was just Jane Terry fan land. I think, uh, Haley had a great quote. He's like, I've never heard of Jane Terry, but now that like, this is all I want to listen to right now. And like, <laughs> how funny is it that, you know, this is what you get on the power trip. Like you never know what to expect. Like, Oh my God, Jan freaking Terry! I, I print the shirts, State Fair T-shirt, yeah, Jan Terry, and then they got the autographed picture of her today too. So yeah, right? I, think, I think they're all in. Yes, all in on Terry. Okay, we got a lot more to get back to because since we last recorded our podcast, Chuck, uh, we got some things to talk about with Chris Hockey. He used marijuana for the first time, uh, allegedly, or his friend did. He purchased a Mustang, a 2005, I think he described described it as a mix between like green and gray. I don't know what color that is, but um, <laughs> he purchased a 2005 Mustang, and he also purchased a Yag machine, because of course Chris Hockey would purchase a Yag machine. I love, there's so many, there's so much to unpack there, um, <laughs> but I think the favorite, my favorite part of it. Um, it's not only that it, it's been, you know, living in his car until uh, last night, it sounds like. But, oh, my God, like I, he threw his wallet at the person and said, I'm buying this. Like, <laughs> that is so drunk hockey. I mean, we witnessed it a little bit when we were in, when we were in the line for Vegas and uh, at the Buffalo Wild Wings that welcome night. And, you know, he's handed out $100 bills and just smashed. Um, you know, it, it's just drunk hawk. Oh my God! Well, and that and that you kind of stole my thunder because that was going to be uh, my takeaway is if you are going on the Las Vegas trip, number one, leave, leave Chris alone when he's in the casino because he wants to gamble alone. He doesn't want people uh, following him around or talking to him or whatever. Leave him alone. 
but pay close attention to him because if he yes. wins, you want to be very nearby if that happens. Because yes. as you said, he will be throwing that wallet around. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, definitely that's that's my number one piece of advice if you're going on the trip. <laughs> I, I think we need a new term for that. Being around Hawk uh, when he when he's up in Vegas or at a casino, it's called uh, going riding. You want to go riding <laughs> with Hawk because sure. you never know what you're going to get along the ride. Okay. Absolutely. I got a ton to get in here. Just got some quick hitters ones. Uh, kudos, kudos bars kick ass. Uh, the M and M ones are the best. Uh, Snickers are a close second. Um, next up, Sauce uh, randomly mentioned that in the town of Wisconsin that uh, Tommy went on a bachelor party with his with his buddies. Um, that they have a Knockers Pizza. I don't know if you are familiar with Knockers Pizza, but it kicks ass. Um, a lot like uh, another one, close one would be like Gary's, but a little bit thicker. Um, square pizza, but really good. Used to have one in St. Cloud. I think there might still be one there, but um, Knockers Pizza kicks ass, and it's a great name. I mean, like, I feel like that's a T-shirt that Hawk would buy. Like, you, you go to some random bars, Knockers Pizza. I gotta buy that shirt. Oh, for sure. And I, I have to bet that that's not the only place in Wisconsin that's named Knockers. No, no, maybe, maybe, maybe ding dongs or, uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely knockers somewhere, um, in the greasier parts of Wisconsin, which is all of it except for Milwaukee. <laughs> Next up here, uh, ever since, uh, Hawk brought up on the show that he's been playing hearts all the time on his phone. I've been playing hearts. I downloaded the app and played it myself. I've been loving, I, I, we used to play hearts at the cabin all the time with our neighbors and stuff. And, uh, hearts is a really fun game. Chuck, do you play hearts at all? Yeah. This is a repeat quotes notes take. We did. We it talked is? about okay. this like three weeks ago and I said, I kick ass in hearts and I will challenge anybody to a money game. Um, anytime. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Next up. Um, great to have Hawk back. Uh, well, this is like two weeks ago, but, uh, they must have crossed some wires uh, when they blew out his BH because he came back way hornier than even uh, to the <laughs> levels of the Chris Hockey standard. Uh, what was the game show or YouTube video? There's like some Japanese like nude game show now. And oh, it yeah. used to be it used to be the um, the British the one, one. Yeah. the UK one or whatever mm-hmm. that Andy brought to everyone's attention. But uh, now uh, you know he's dipping into a different country market here for uh, uh, for some fun YouTube videos. And of course, bring it up on a Friday when Creasel's there, completely derailing oh, right. the show. Right, just throwing gasoline on the fire, literally, in the (laughs) studio. Yeah, wow. All right, next up, uh, UFC 261. uh, Watched it. It sounded like hockey did as well uh, last weekend. Man, it was so cool. Uh, They were in Jacksonville, and it was a sold-out crowd. It looked like, I mean, hopefully people are vaccinated. I don't know what the hell's going on in Florida nowadays. But um, uh, there were some brutal leg kicks uh, on the main card. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, fracture there. Uh, first kick of the fight, guy snaps his leg. Oh, it was so gross. But um, so much to unpack with that too. If you're a UFC fan, but uh, yeah, that was it was cool to see the crowd and you know it was so loud in there and uh, man, it just makes me want to go to a sold out you know you know Stanley Cup playoff game or something like that once these restrictions are off and the Wilder are relevant once the pandemic's over and yeah, I just I miss that atmosphere. 
Yeah, for sure. It's uh, crazy. And thankfully, I avoided seeing all the broken legs from UFC, even though I think everybody on my timeline uh, retweeted yeah. videos of it. So. Ugh, I mean, they're gross, but and it's like, man, if they're really talking about UFC, they should probably ban low leg kicks because it's just it's too gross. <laughs> um, next up, uh, Hawks, wait, edit, remix song that he made last week. That was genius. I really appreciated that from Hawk. That and Corey, ac- Corey actually liked it. So uh, we're, he did. we're getting Corey to come around a little bit on the White Lion. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the oh yeah, that was great. Um, to the moon, Chuck. To the I know. moon. I always thought once uh, Doge hit sixty nine cents that Zach would probably like spontaneously combust or like turn on fire or <laughs> he would gain like superpowers. That is so Zach Halverson. It, you know, it, it should be his birthday. His new birthday is the day that Doge hit sixty nine cents. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and as I've said, hopefully every penny that people have in this is absolutely like your gambling money, your Vegas money, whatever, uh, because like. You know, from a from a nerdy financial standpoint, I mean, this is absolutely worthless stuff. But, um, you know, in the uh, in the game of speculation, I mean, uh, you know, the uh, the tulip bulbs in Holland sold for thousands of dollars. So, you know, maybe Dogecoin can go to a thousand dollars itself. So, yeah, but uh, have fun with it. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying the ride myself. I, I admit that it's completely worthless, but hey, it's too much fun to pass up. Yes, I've lost $100 a lot in a lot worse ways, uh, so <laughs> this is fun. Next up, uh, the guys were talking about uh, they should make a power trip bit or bits like Hall of Fame. I think we would be good people to you know cross-reference with um, and come up with some sort of a list. You know, Moose Soup Lady, Tim Peeler, now Jan Terry, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars Lady, you know, that kind of stuff. So maybe that's something that we should work on um, on the side. But I think that would be cool to, like, make, like, a power trip, like, fandom hall of fame, like, bit of fame or something like that. Okay, I'm going to have to start editing quotes notes because this is another repeat take. We've talked about this before because I had the idea that we should establish, like, the power trip hall of fame and put items in there. And now, you know, they're bringing it up and stuff. So, uh, yes, um, I think that would it would be a very cool thing to induct things and especially the way the power trip goes because it would be like just three completely random things it might be like a movie a person and like an object or something you know like <laughs> you'd have like uh, the big lebowski uh, you know the moose soup lady and creasel's dildo i mean you know that's yep. the, that's the class number 1 of the hall of fame right there yep the blue member yep <laughs> Yeah, I, the edibles kicking in here, Chuck. Um, <laughs> uh, really enjoyed the draft coverage over the weekend uh, from the guys of the fan. Uh, you know, from Thursday night with PA Charch and Lieber to uh, you know our our favorite Friday night with Sauce and Nordo. Uh, you know, in the video production, if you were watching on Twitch or Facebook, um, I know AJ, Zach, Jared, uh, everyone else. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. I think. Uh, Ryan had something to do with that, but, uh, they all did a really good job. And, uh, you know, if we're talking fan experience and, you know, stepping up to the next level, uh, I really appreciate it. I think they did a fantastic job. 100% and 100%. If it wasn't for sauce and Nordo covering the draft on days two and three, I absolutely would have watched zero draft coverage. Cause I was still furious from Thursday night. Yep. Yep. Uh, but I, 
I think in the end, I think as Vikings fans, we should be pretty happy with what happened. Not at all. Not at all. We got all we did was got names at positions that we need. So everybody's <sighs> thrilled that we got a left tackle. Everybody's thrilled that we got a guard. Everybody would have been thrilled if our left tackle's name was Bobby Bobberson and our guard's name was Sven Svensson. I mean, yeah, you, but... nobody knows who any of these players are. Nobody knows how they're going to perform. We have no idea. I mean, our left tackle has injury history already. That's good coming out of college. I mean, you, we have no idea what these guys are going to do, but everybody's thrilled because we got positions of need. And yeah, yeah. And, but if Rick had the guy that he took at twenty-one ahead of the guy who get, they would have taken at fourteen, he didn't. He didn't. And they got a free quarterback. I he, mean, I, he didn't. That's the thing. The the GMs lie all the time. There is no way he had him ranked above the two tackles that went earlier. There is a 0% chance. All he did uh, was he gambled because he wanted to get <laughs> he wanted to get back into the second round. I can't believe the amount the obsession that Vikings fans and people covering them had with getting back into the second round. That's all they talked about. Like we should structure yeah. our whole damn draft to get back into the second round. And oh, by the and way, then they didn't. We never did. I'm like, it. Oh my god. I'm like, I, I could just go on and on and on. But like the gullibility of some of the Viking fans about what Rick was saying and uh, the lines he was spewing. The fact that. <laughs> The fact that he said he had Kellen Mond in the, like, he's right up there with the top three. Well, that's a freaking lie, too, because what did Fields go? Fields went fourth. So he comes out and says they were trying to trade up for Fields. Why are you trying to trade up for Fields when Kellen Mond is ranked higher than Justin Fields on your board, according to you? So, uh, uh, mm, I'll quit. Okay. Wow. That, no. was, that was a lot. Okay, no, we, we blew it, and we're, we are going to be paying for this draft for many years, and it just infuriated me to see all the positivity coming out of it. Oh, we, you know, people are giving us a B-plus grade on the draft, and yeah. Uh. I, I sent out the, you know, the Rick Spielman clown nose uh, picture a lot, so I was trying to get that trending there. Yeah, and, you, and, and you saw my new ranking. Um, the, the Wolves are currently my favorite team, followed by the Wild, followed by the Twins. So Wow. Well, I mean, they make you money, so can't exactly. blame you there. Um, saw that Sauce is starting his new weight loss journey uh, with Profile by Samford. Uh, Chuck, I think this is the perfect opportunity to make a bet. Um, okay. We need to, whether it's us or the guys on the show, uh, somebody needs to gamble on how much uh, weight Sauce is going to lose. Yeah, that, it's tough to set an over-under on weight loss because it's tough to know like what the duration of the endorsement is. And you Yeah, know, you can say by like the 4th of July or by Vegas or... Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'll have to, I'll have to think about it because that's it's tough to set. Um, I'm not an elite weight loss expert, so uh, I'll kind of be guessing. But I did get the you know I I still going back to uh, repeating things that you got right. I was right on the colonoscopy weight loss. That's for sure. You were. So, uh, so you maybe were. I do know something about weight loss. There you go. Well, you're an expert. Uh, time for two more. Uh, Marnie has been saying uh, that she just wants to hang out with the guys in Vegas, and I will say. <laughs> Marnie, um, uh, Marnie, uh, as a consolation prize, uh, you can join us at the Pie Gow table, uh, me, you, and Smitty Oom. Um, and she is more than welcome to hang out with us, um, us two Z-listers and uh, a B-lister in Power Trip Bets. 
um, in Vegas with us at the Pie Gow table. Here, here's what's going to happen. Like, they're going to arrange something just for Marnie's benefit. You know, it'll be, you know, all the all the, all the the on-air personalities. They're going to maybe go to a restaurant or a bar or something to hang out. Within 45 minutes, Chris Hockey is going to do the Chris Hockey exit and be at a slot machine. The over That's the over-under right there is 45 minutes to when Chris Hockey leaves the little gathering. Because Marty keeps saying, I want to hang out for like four to six hours. I'm like, you're going to be lucky to see Chris Hockey past the 45-minute mark. Yep. Yep. But you never know. I mean... Hawk does love Marnie, and Marnie is very lovable. We and, all uh, we all love uh, Marnie. It's Vegas. They're not going to sit around and chit chat with Marnie. Come on, it's like I'm, there's stuff to do in Vegas. You know this. Yes, but I, I mean, from the sounds of it, it sounds like there was a somewhat of a truce uh, there that maybe Friday night they're going to be able to do something. So, uh, <laughs> but Marnie, if you ever want to hang out with somebody else, you know, we we'd like to hang out with you too. So you can you can watch some baseball and make some bets in the sports book with us and and your wonderful husband from Fargo. Marty would be lucky um, to get 45 minutes out of me. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, like you said, you're a B-lister now. No. Um, last one, uh, Duel of the Decades this morning. Chuck, I know you love comedy like I do. Um, what an out-of-the-box idea from Hawk. That was so much fun. Like, uh, obviously, you know... Duel of the Decades is primarily centered around music, and sometimes they go through lists of like movies and stuff. But my God, was stand-up comedy this morning! Uh, some of my favorite comedians getting to hear, you know, some of those bits, and uh, you know, as, as you know, you and I have learned of cutting some stuff up in interviews and finding uh, clips and stuff. Uh, that was that had to have taken a ton of work. Um, to pull all that audio and cut all that up and put it together. I know he's, a, you know, he's a producer for a living and stuff, but uh, I appreciate the effort and uh, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it was really cool and stuff. And um, you know, my my sweet spot for comedians is probably eighties, nineties. So that you know that would have been like a really cool matchup for me to see, like you know the the Sam Kinnisons and Jerry Seinfelds and Rodney Dangerfields of the world uh, getting included because that's what formed a lot of like my you know, just like, you know, Corey was influenced by Carlin so much. Like those, those are, you know, three of the guys that really were big influences on me back in the, back in the eighties the when I was first discovering like stand up comedy and stuff. But yeah, I mean, a brilliant idea. Loved hearing it. I knew, I was shocked Hedberg was fourth, honestly. I thought he would be higher than that. And, uh, yeah, oh God, just, the battle at four was the hardest. Like, it was. It just, uh, Jim yeah. Gaffigan first. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, Come on, that one's impossible. still, I mean, that tells you how, how good Hedberg is. Cause that one was a no brainer for me. And Hed, and, uh, Gaffigan's amazing. I love Gaffigan right. and it was still a no brainer. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's two of my top three, probably four comedians of all time. My, my personal favorites, but, mm. um, great bit from, uh, Hawk. So, uh, for sure. that'll, that'll do it for quotes notes, Chuck. All right. Well, glad there wasn't any more Vikings talk because um, I'm about out of breath. (laughs) All right. Well, um, that will do it for this week's show. We are hoping to have a really, really cool interview lined up for next week. Something I am like super excited uh if uh if we can uh, land this interview next week but uh we'll uh we'll have more on that hopefully hopefully for you on next week's show in the meantime dave where can they find you at you can find me on twitter or instagram at power trip quotes 
I'm of course at Power Trip Bets, and please, if you if you just have the kindness in your heart, go out and vote for me. I would love to knock Nordo off, and uh, uh, God love him. But um, yeah, I'd love to I'd love to defeat him. So um, so watch for that on social media, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you think we're hideous, please lie.